Welcome to another episode of 50 Shades of Shilamita with your hostess, Shilamita. I am super excited to be with you here today. I am coming off of one of the most incredible weekends of my life. And I wanted to share with you all about manifesting today because it's all about the manifestation of your mind that creates the life that you are living. And a lot of people really don't understand it. And I know that it's hard because I used to be one of the ones that didn't understand it. And as much as I'm living through it now and know that it's amazing and how true all of it is, it still seems like this magical life that I'm living. So this weekend, my mentor, Melanie Ann Lair, invited me to an incredible retreat weekend where for three days, two nights, I was treated like a luxury queen. And all of the things were done for me. From the minute I was picked up at my house, there was a car service that took me to the airport. I got an airplane seat that was extra legroom. I went to the hotel and there were details upon details upon details, which I absolutely love and adore. Like part of my magic is throwing events and parties and in doing so, it's all about the details, right? And it just like sets the tone down to the magazines in the room had my mentor's photo on it. And I just freaking love that. And on the first day, they told us to get dressed in glam and that we were going to have like a gala type evening. And so I was picked up at the hotel with two other women from this mastermind that I was in. And we were taken to a helipad where we were able to take a helicopter ride and do like a bird's eye view of Miami. And the theme of it was to fly, right? And to see that even the sky is limitless. Like, and that's part of what Melanie teaches in her world is that the sky isn't even the limit. And so after that, we went back to the hotel where we had a cocktail party and we got to meet everybody that was in the mastermind. Not everybody got a chance to go on this trip. Um, the way that this trip was um, invitation to those people who were in the mastermind, who were also in some of her other programs, which I happen to be in the channel. So I was invited to go because I was in the matrix and the channel. And then for those people that were in the matrix and they purchased the next part of the matrix, which was called the continuum, the people who did both of those were invited to go. So there was eight of us. There was two other mentors, Amy Elizabeth, who I interviewed on my show at the end of last month. She is a human design expert. She is incredible. I highly recommend that you go watch that show, especially if you know nothing about human design. You really want to learn about human design. I cannot stress it more than I already already do that human design will literally change your whole entire life. And I know that it's hard for some people to accept new things. It was really hard for me at first, knowing that I was a projector in human design because a projector in human design operates very different than I've ever operated in my life. And so in the beginning, when I was learning things about being a projector, like projectors need to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon. They need rest. They need time alone. I was like, are you crazy? Like I cannot nap. I was not a nap. I did not like taking a break. I operated like a generator. For those of you who are familiar with human design, my husband is a generator and I have a lot of open um, energy centers and my husband is very defined. So for years I was operating 
off of his energy, not my own. And so I was operating in overwhelm and hustle and I was stressed out all the time. I was bitter, which is my not self theme as a projector. Being bitter means that you're out of alignment. And so Amy was one of the mentors there. And then Jacqueline Shaw, which I'm going to have on the show next month. Um, so be sure to hit subscribe wherever you are listening or watching this show so that you do not miss any of these episodes because I have some of the most epic guests coming onto this show who are sharing all of their manifesting secrets, all of their success secrets. And, you know, if you're anything like the way that I used to be, there was a time in my life that I didn't think that this life was possible for me, right? Like for a mentor or for another human being to invite me to an all expense paid weekend where they just went balls to the wall, right? Like our first night, we went to this amazing dinner at a restaurant called Mila, where it was a family style dinner. And it was like course after course of the most delicious, incredible foods you have ever seen in your life. High quality, well thought out, beautiful presentation. That was day one. On day two, we had a um, couple hours to ourselves in the morning, and then we went aboard the most beautiful yacht of all time. On my vision board for 2023, on there, I had posted luxury yacht. So manifested um, what was interesting interesting on the yacht, we did like a little mastermind session. And I can't even begin to tell you how many of the eight of us said that on their vision boards or on their live list for the year, that they all had luxury yachts on there. So it's like, it seems so magical, but it's so intentional. Like we are putting out the intention of what we desire to do in this life. And then they manifest, right? That is like the whole thing about manifesting. Like people don't understand the process of manifesting. The process of manifested, manifesting is thinking it, right? Like first it has to come to you that this is a desire that you actually want, right? Then it's like you have to think it, then you have to feel it. You have to feel it with the core of your being that you're going to be on the yacht or you're going to have the money or you're going to find the love of your life or you're going to, you know, get the job that you're looking for, whatever it is that it is that you desire. And so most people, they don't don't have desires. This is the problem as to why they're not living their best life because they don't even know what their best life is because they don't think that that's available for them, right? Like when I was living on food stamps, I wasn't putting luxury yacht on my vision board because I didn't even think that that was a possibility for me, right? Like I'm living on food stamps. How, 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 how would it be possible that I would be on a luxury yacht? But it's not about the how. And when you get to the level that I'm at, that is what everybody is struggling with because everybody's trying to figure out how. And it's not about the how, it's about the desire. You have to desire it first. You have to feel it on the inside. You have to feel, you have to feel, you have to feel. And once you feel it, then you have to believe that it's true, right? You have to believe that it's actually possible for you. And then you have to detach yourself from the outcome, right? So I didn't write luxury yacht on my vision board and expect it to happen overnight. I didn't even necessarily expect it to happen for this year, but I just put it out there that I wanted to be on a luxury yacht. And so here we are in the month of April, we're a couple of months into the year and I manifested it that quickly. So that is part of the trajectory of manifesting. You have to think it, you have to feel it, you have to believe it, right? It has to be the combination of the three. And then you have to detach yourself from the outcome. So you can't put a perimeter around it because you can't even possibly imagine how good it can get. 
And like, that's part of the thing with manifesting. We only know how much we know. So we can only manifest to the capability of what we know to be possible, right? But then there's this whole field of, of like, what ifs and the things that we don't even know exist, right? Like I could have never in my right mind imagined that somebody would take me on the weekend that we were just on, right? But somewhere in my manifestations, I, I put these things out there in the universe. Like I remember when I was living on food stamps, like imagining that some man would come pick me up in a limo and take me away and take me shopping and do all these nice things for me. And then like my husband started doing stuff like that for me, right? To a, a higher degree than I could have ever imagined. And so the luxury yacht day was incredible. At some point, um, the coordinator Frederick, he went and he jet skied to land and picked up a belly dancer. I mean, it's like next level stuff, right? Like who would even think to do something like that? And that night we got to hang out at the restaurant at the hotel. And then the next day was our final day. We went to a brunch at a place called El Cielo and it was a Michelin star restaurant and it was on another dimension. We are foodies in my house. I have eaten at some of the most incredible restaurants in the world. I have dined at experiences, had tasting menus, wazoo. But what we experienced at this brunch was just on another dimension. It was on a whole nother level of expansion of what is possible. And I feel so grateful, right? To have friends like this, like to be able to even have conversations like this. It's like to be able to be in a circle like that, right? Where we show up to this beautiful place at 10 a.m. There's bottles of booze waiting for us for mimosas. And then they bring us these little adorable shots in these like apothecary jars and like a bowl of espresso beans. And then there's like another shot that they brought out with a spoon. It's like just this attention to detail. And then comes the caviar. Like I didn't even know if I liked caviar, right? Like there was a time where I would have been like, ew, I'm not eating caviar. But in this experience, it was like, you're going to eat the caviar and you're going to enjoy it and you're going to like live this moment because people don't get to experience moments like this. And here I am allowing myself to have the most magnificent time. Then we went inside and we were escorted one by one. There was 12 of us that were there. And I think they had like 10 waiters for 12 of us. Right. And there was a beautiful menu. It had my name on it. And they then came over and they had us wash our hands with chocolate. Imagine this, you get this huge bowl in front of you and then they're pouring chocolate, right? Like all the sensory, like the feeling of like the chocolate, the smell, it just arouses all of your senses. And then they came around with like sugar and like some other stuff that we then got to exfoliate. You're allowed to like lick yourself at the table. And it was just like this experience of like the divine, right? Like if God was sitting at the table, like this is a meal that God would have, right? And then after that, it just kept getting better and better with every course that was coming out. Like they had this soup that they put white chocolate into, like the savory soup with white chocolate. I unfortunately did not have the white chocolate because I am dairy free, but it was still fine, right? And then take it one step further when the dessert came out and the coffee, they put plants on the tables and these things that like started smoking the whole table. And so they wanted us to imagine that we were having our coffee in the mountains of Colombia. Like, hello. <laughs> 
I mean, this is creativity, art, like on another level. It's not even a level. It's on another dimension. Like another human being actually thought to create something so incredible. And then I am an energetic match to sit at a table like this with other human beings and enjoy this kind of meal. And... I just wanted to share this experience with you because you have to be able to come out of your head and into your body and really anchor in this human experience to be able to manifest something like this, right? Like 12 years ago on this day, I was living on food stamps. By the way, today I am recording this podcast. It is April 19th. It is actually the 17th year anniversary of my father's death. And it's interesting that I decided to record this today. I actually just did a podcast interview um, for somebody else and it was on voice and I put on this cute sweater and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record my own show right now because it was not camera. So I'm like, let me not waste the outfit. and do the show and it's like a full circle moment for me that like the day that I watched my father pass away was you know obviously one of the hardest days of my life and for those of you that are watching that might be grieving and thinking that you're never going to survive it and you're never going to you know be able to get through it I'm here to tell you that you're still able to thrive in this life like no matter what you are going through life is still going to be there for you when you are ready and open and willing to be a part of it. And you can make such big changes, you know, and you can create anything that you desire. And there was a time where this life just wasn't even fathomable for me. I didn't even know that people ate meals the way that I experienced the meal yesterday. I didn't know that people drank like five different kinds of alcohol at a meal, right? It's like there is this experience of life and then there is living life, right? And most people are just living and they're not even living. They're living in autopilot because they don't even know that they are supposed to create. And life is all about the creation. It's like we are artists, every single one of us. We are authors. We are writing the script of the story. And But most of us don't know it, right? Like if you don't know, how are you supposed to create? And so if you are landing on this podcast or this YouTube channel right now, then congratulations because you have become an energetic match for making all of your dreams come true because that's what I help people to do. I help people to break down the paradigms of what they are living through to know and understand that the life that you are are dreaming of living is coming your way and you can't ask how you have to take the how out of the equation and you just have to believe that it can happen for you right 12 years ago on april 19th i am seven days away from my life completely changing because in seven days i'm going to meet my now husband who is going to shift the entire paradigm of my life. But on this day, 12 years ago, I was most likely crying my eyes out, thinking that I'm never going to survive without my father here with me. It took a really long time, by the way, for me to move through grief and to be able to live life without him in a way that it didn't consume my whole entire life. And it wasn't until I made a clear connection to him and realized that he was coming to me in a form of a blue bird many years later, and this is a great matter manifestation story. Um, I would say that this probably happened like seven, eight years ago or so on February 7th is my dad's birthday. And 
the Super Bowl is around my dad's birthday. And so I played in the Super Bowl boxes that year at a restaurant that we used to go to. And my husband asked me to pick the box numbers. And so I did. And a couple of days after the Super Bowl, it was like a really dreary day in New Jersey. It was like raining and snowing and sleeting. And it just was not nice. And I saw this beautiful blue bird. And and I was crying because I was missing my dad. And I I think it might have been his birthday or like the day before his birthday or whatever. And I went to go sit on the couch and I turn around to the front of the house and I see the blue bird again. And then my husband calls and he's like, like, did you know that you won the Super Bowl? And I'm like, what do you mean I won the Super Bowl? And he was like, your box, like you won the Super Bowl. And I'm like, okay. He's like, go pick up your money. And I was like, okay. So I go, I go to the restaurant and the lady comes out and I was like, what did I win? And she's like, you don't know. And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, we're going to count it together. And I'm like, okay. And so she starts counting. It's like 100, 200, 300, 400, 800, 900, 1500, 2000, 2500, 3000, 3500, 4000, 4500, 4900, $5,000. I won $5,000 freaking dollars. Like, are you kidding me right now? Right. And so I leave that restaurant. And of course I see the bluebird again. And I decide that I want to take the money and do something really good with the money. And so I go to my office at the time. And this is when I was an acupuncturist and I go to my office and I'm sitting in my office and all of a sudden somebody walks into the door and she asked if I would donate a gift certificate to like a tricky tray or something similar or whatever. And I'm printing out the gift card for her and she starts telling me her story and she starts telling me that she has lymphoma, which my father had leukemia. And I was like, oh my bejesus. Like, how is this happening right now, right? And so as soon as she left, I made a huge donation to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Like, I wanted to do something really good with the money, and that's what I decided to do. And I realized in that moment that my dad was there. My dad has always been there. My dad comes to me. I just didn't know. I didn't know that I could connect to him. I thought that only psychics and mediums were able to do that, and I didn't think that I was one. And now I know and understand that we all are that. We are all psychic. We are all mediums. Some people's gifts are much stronger than others. Some people don't have all of the gifts, but if you want to have those gifts, you do have them. And so it's just a matter of, you know, opening yourself up to that channel. And so I'm going to give you another amazing manifesting story right now. For those of you that have been listening to my show for a while, you know that my youngest son is very connected spiritually. He likes to, um, he likes to dabble in all of the woo things. And so he really understands manifesting at this point, as much as an eight-year-old can, that's on a higher dimensional level. And so he is an animal lover. I am not. And he desperately has wanted a dog for years and years and years. And recently he's really wanted the dog like desperately. And so he's really focused his energy on manifesting a dog. And he started being grateful for five puppies, which is like, I won't even buy one puppy, like forget about five. But like in his heart of hearts, he just knows that he's going to have a puppy. And so I've been looking for a new nanny. My au pair's contract is coming to an end. And I've really been like turned off 
on bringing in another au pair. I was put into this group on Facebook. <laughs> I've been reading like some really bad horror stories, which by the way, is something that happened before I brought this au pair into my home. But this au pair that I have in my house, she was actually vetted by a girlfriend of mine and my girlfriend decided to keep an au pair that she had. And so I brought this au pair over here, like knowing that I didn't really want to be in that program, but knowing that since my girlfriend vetted her, that she probably would be a good match. And so she was for the time that she was with us. And so I just did not really want to go through this process again. So I'm in a bunch of nanny groups on Facebook. And I see this ad from this girl who's looking for a nanny position and she loves to cook and she loves to meal prep and she's organized and like all these things. And she's looking for a live-in position and she has a puppy. And in all of my years of hiring nannies, and I've been hiring nannies for the last nine years, in all of the years, I have never, ever seen somebody who is comes with a dog, right? And so I am now intrigued and I didn't tell anybody and I reach out to her and I was just like, let me entertain this. And so my husband comes home and I tell him like a couple of days later, I didn't even tell him right away because I kind of wanted to like vet her. And at first he was like, no. And I'm like, but you don't understand. This is like the perfect scenario. And he was like, how do you figure? I said, because we get a dog and it's not our dog, but it is our dog because it lives in our house. So we get to have the relationship with the dog. We get to see if this is something that we can manage and handle in our home, right? Because like, here's the thing, the kids want the dog, but let's face it, who has a dog? Like who takes care of the dog? The parents usually take care of the dog, right? And so I didn't want that kind of responsibility onto me because I travel too much. I do too many things. Like I have a hard time feeding my children and remembering that they need to eat lunch every day than to feed another live thing that doesn't speak to me and tell me that they need food, right? And so I ended up having the interview with her last week and my husband witnessed the entire interview. We get off the call and he was like, I'm really impressed by your interview skills. And so that made me really proud and happy because one of the things that I've had to really work through in my recent years is my ability to manage other people, my ability to be a team player, my ability to be able to ask the right questions on an interview process, right? Because a lot of times you don't know what to ask. And at this point in my life, I'm getting really good at knowing what I really desire and what my needs are and how I need to have my needs met. And so this girl literally like checks off every box. It's like kind of insane. So I said to my husband, like, what are the freaking chances that we end up hiring a nanny that comes with a dog and she like checks off all these boxes and she stays with us for the time that like we need to have a nanny and we all live happily ever after, right? And it's like, can it actually get to be that good? Well, yes, my friends, it actually can get to be that good because here I interview the nanny, I go through this whole process and then I go to this incredible weekend like that I couldn't have even like fathomed or imagined that somebody in this life would ever do something like that for me other than my husband, of course. And even with my husband, it would never happen because I'm so controlling. And even with this trip, by the way, like I tried to be so controlling and they were like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> We're taking the control out of the situation for you. And so during the weekend that I was there, I made the nanny the offer and she took the position and I am just elated. And I am here to tell you 
that dreams do come true and life does to get to be that good. And there it really is a heaven on earth. And whatever it is that you're living through right now, like it's going to be okay. And this too shall pass. And if you are willing to do the work, the unsexy work, as my mentor Amy says, the, the, the real reflection, like how do I fix myself? How do I heal myself? How do I heal my ancestral trauma? How do I create the most magical life that I could ever live? It is possible. It is possible. I am here to tell you that it is possible. If you're finding me for the very first time and you are interested in working with me, please reach out. I work with women one-on-one. We can work through your stuff. We can work through your garbage. We can help you to heal. I have done every healing modality out there. I am full of knowledge to the max. I've been in the spiritual game for 20 years. For 20 years, I've been in the spiritual game. For 15 years, I've been actively manifesting. For the last three and a half years, I have been submerged into the deepest healing of all time. And who I am now, the woman I am becoming is on another level. Like I didn't actually know that I existed. I didn't think that this was possible for me because there was so much, there was so much trauma. There was so much drama. There was so much healing that needed to be done in order to get to this point. And a lot of people are not willing to do the work. And luckily for me, I committed to doing the work because All those years ago, I set out with the intention to becoming the best version of me, the best version of me, not better than her, not better than him, not the best at that, the best version of me. I'm not in competition with anybody but myself. The version of me that was yesterday, I want to be better than her. And I want to be able to meet the highest version of myself in this life. And I'm, I'm getting there. And I see it every single day. I see it in the way that I respond to things. I see it in the way that I'm not reacting to things. I see it in the way that I'm able to process things. I see it in the way that I don't play the victim anymore. I see it in the way that I can find gratitude. Even if I'm not happy with something, I can always find the gratitude in something. And this process of life is finding blissful happiness. If you are suffering, you are not meant to suffer. If you are not living your happiest life, you are meant to live your happiest life. I'm telling you that this is possible for you. And I want to see that happen for you because it is like my greatest desire to share this work with as many people as I can so that they know that this is possible for them. Because together we rise, the happier we all are, the better a society that we live in. Could you imagine if we had an actual healed society over the last three and a half years, we wouldn't be living through what we're living through now. We would be in a much different place, but because we live in a society where people are scared, people are fear-filled, people fear God. People think that they're supposed to suffer, that they're not supposed to be wealthy, that they're not supposed to have nice things. Like that's not the way that this existence is meant to be had. So for those of you that show up here week after week to listen to my show, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love delivering this content to you. It just brings me such joy to my life when I hear somebody come back to me and they say, that show changed my life. That show gave me hope. That show inspired me, right? So if you're new to my world, welcome. The show is called 50 Shades of Shilamita. You can go back, you can binge There are 40 something episodes for you to go back and to listen to or to watch. If you are listening to 
this on your favorite podcast station. My YouTube channel is 50 Shades of Shilamita. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can also listen to it on your favorite podcast channel. If you hang out online, come find me. I am on Instagram. I hang out at 50 Shades of Shilamita. I also have a goddess underscore of underscore gratitude page. I don't hang out there as often, but you can go back and you can stalk me and binge my content there. You can also find me on Facebook at Shilamita Cooperstein. It'll soon be switched to Shilamita Friedman. And I also hang out on Pinterest. My website is www.shilamita.com, S-H-I-L-A-M-I-D-A. You can go to the Shill shop. You will find all of my books there. I have three bestsellers. One is a manifesting journal. One is the story of my life from food stamps to first class. One is a children's book. I highly recommend you pick up those books and you start to work them immediately in your life. You will see a massive shift and change right away. If you need more in the Shill shop, you will also find meditations, master classes, and all kinds of things that I've taught that are there and available to you. I love you so much. I want you to know that wherever you are in your life right now, if you are living an amazing life, then more amazingness is on its way to you. If you are not living your best life, this too shall pass. And you have the power and the strength and all of the things to make your dreams come true. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will see you soon.